You're listening to WRFI Watkins Glen Ithaca and WINO Odessa. Community radio from the heart of the Finger Lakes, 88.1 FM in Ithaca, 91.9 FM in Watkins Glen, and now at 89.7 FM in the Southern Finger Lakes. And can always find us streaming worldwide at WRFI.org. This is The Scene, and I'm your host, Chantal Thomas. The Scene is a locally programmed show on WRFI that is an audio magazine covering politics, arts, culture, law, and issues of the day. You can find current and past episodes of The Scene on the local programs page at wrfi.org. For this week's episode, I spoke with Jill Levetsky, a visual artist and educator originally from South Florida, whose work incorporates watercolor and acrylic painting, as well as collage, to reflect on the subject of human connection. We spoke about her show Interval at the Community Arts Partnership Art Space in the Ithaca Commons. So I'm here with the artist Jill Levetsky. Jill, thanks so much for speaking with me today. Hi, thanks for having me. I wanted to talk with you about your show that's currently at the Ithaca Community Art Space and also about your larger body of work, but your show Interval, it's currently up right now, is a really beautiful show. So uh, congratulations on it. Thank you. Thank you. It's a series of, of paintings and collages. And I'll just read from the synopsis that you produced to go along with the show and ask you to explain a little bit about what you, you meant. So it's a series of paintings and collages that reflect on the subject of human connection and themes of motherhood, relationships, vulnerability, and tenderness are personified through the tangling of bodies and the interlacing of limbs. And so that's fascinating. Could you speak a little bit more to what inspired you to produce these works and and what you meant with that text? So that text, I think, is a kind of concise like version of what I've been building for the last, I would say, maybe four or five years with these works. The show has small collages, fabric collages, acrylic paintings, and watercolor paintings. But those, that topic really kind of came out of, I'd have to say, kind of beginning with when I became a mom six years ago with my daughter, Ray. I came back to the figure when really before that I was making I had worked with the figure, but like directly before she was born, um, I was making these large scale graphite powder abstracted landscapes and, and really kind of everything shifted when um, she came into my life. And um, I had kind of a pause, of course, when I had the baby, but then a few months, she was maybe five or six months old and I wanted to come back to painting. And I, um, and so the body was just really, it was more relevant to me um, in my work. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking about it, honestly. It was kind of like I just needed to make something and get my hands busy. I was home, you know, nursing a baby all day long. And it was just kind of like I needed to 
come back to some sort of creative life. Um, but I had given up my studio um, or we changed my studio to become a bedroom. The graphite powder drawings did not make any sense to have a newborn around. Not very <laughs> safe. Right. So, <laughs> so I really just had a, a dining room table that I was working with. And so really kind of I came back to the figure because it, I was making these works about nursing and about just like now being with this little person that <laughs> and that's kind of just what intuitively came out of me and I um but then over time um and I'll talk more about like that like postpartum series that I directly made like in that first year but yeah. um the show in Ithaca now I would say kind of grew out of that but is not directly like that first part postpartum series. It's kind of um, taking those ideas from the relationship of motherhood and even just relationships in general and working with, they're often like two figures in each work. And I really love to see the, or I love to work with the ambiguity of these figures. Like are, yes, there's tenderness, but sometimes there may be, a struggle or maybe it looks like a dance or this kind of revolving around each other and like where does one figure begin and where does it end and mm-hmm. I like to see kind of where it goes so I don't have like a totally clear picture of what happens but I like to kind of put these beings almost like in a room together and see what they okay. do so. they're really beautiful uh they are really moving to to look at um, and as a mom, my, myself, I feel like you captured something really an emotional truth there with these portraits, I guess these figures, as you say, there, there's such a lifelike quality in these paintings that the the bodies are, you feel the weight of them. They're, um, they are, they, they're really precisely done. So they look completely realistic as bodies, um, but then it's also very abstract because, you know, you're not adding any facial detail um, and the, 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 the colors that you use are, they kind of shift and they blend into different shades, but they're just striking and you really get, I mean, the, the bodies are really closely pressed together. And so the mother carrying the mm-hmm. child and the child's draped over the mother and you can feel that weight and you can feel the labor of love there and the closeness and, and that's just expresses so much about being a parent, especially in those early years. But I was really interested in all of that. And in particular, in this kind of contrast between the, um, yeah, the figure study and then this very sort of abstract quality as well. And, and so I just wondered if you could speak to that or if that was, a, you know, expressed a particular aspect of your vision or that just is what came out or, you know, kind of what your thoughts were about that. Yeah. So it is definitely what just came out, I would say, but, <laughs> but intuitively that's kind of where it went because and now that I'm, you know, reflecting on it, it really isn't about the portrait as in like, yes, it's autobiographical in a way, but um, it's not really about me and my face and like capturing her likeness or anything like that. It's kind of more of a a broader, um, you know, comment, I guess, on the relationship and 
the figure itself. So not so much like who are they, but like what are they doing and how do they relate? <clears throat> so some of the work like earlier with the watercolors that I was first making in her first year, <clears throat> I would say that like those are a little more illustrative, but then it really became more abstracted. The The faces are pretty blank <laughs> because I mean, that's just the way it, it works for me. But um, again, it's not really about like who they are and, you know, portrait sense yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. I feel like it kind of works for me because I like one of the things that I really love out of this series that has happened in the last few years is when well like what you said like when someone says like they can relate or that they can see themselves in that as a parent or a caregiver of some kind you know they I guess they can put themselves in the work more so if it's not so much of a specific portrait. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you mentioned your postpartum painting series. So also very much on the theme of motherhood, obviously, but can you, can you speak a little bit to that and sort of, I guess the, the relationship between that and this work, but just also what you were striving for in, in that series? Yeah. So when, Ray was maybe five or six months old. I had said that I, I was I was ready to kind of get back into painting of some kind. And I was, um, watercolor was just basically kind of the easiest thing to use. I hadn't really used it that much, honestly. I had been, I had studied as a painter, but um, it was really kind of something that could be kept like at my dining room table and easy and like not have all these big tubes of paint or solvents or anything like that. But then I fell in love with it because it just felt like kind of a cross between drawing and painting. And I love how you, you can control it to a sense, but really it kind of has a life of its own, I guess with a lot of medium, but you know, it's just, um, it wants to do what it wants to do. And I, and I didn't really hadn't studied a lot of watercolor techniques. So I was constantly using way too much water. And, you know, and in that way, I loved how kind of the water would really like sift between each figure and kind of make a big mess of it. But just, it was just a wonderful play. And so anyway, also my, my sister-in-law put me up to this hundred day project that kind of an Instagram thing where you, you do something a day, once a day. And it was like the perfect timing for me because I was ready to do something. But, you know, I had a baby at home and I was like exhausted. <laughs> so just, you know, something, one small task a day. And um, it was just wonderful because it it really began that series. So I did 100 paintings, uh, um, 100 day projects. So it was like once a day, painting a day for like 20, 30 minutes. But the subject matter ended up being like mostly breastfeeding images, mm -hmm. which, you know, I didn't certainly like set out to think, oh, I'm going to do all these breastfeeding images, but they were, they ended up having a lot of humor and like just wacky kind of saggy boobs and like lots of <laughs> <laughs> like one image is like, um, I'm, I just moved to Ithaca from Florida and I was born and raised there. So it was like the images, a figure with 
um, that's nursing an alligator. <laughs> and <laughs> the title is like, baby now has teeth or something like that. Uh, and, <laughs> and like nursing when your so baby you like nursed that you, you're familiar with that as a general. <laughs> yeah. So like when they first get teeth, it's like a little intense. And so as she was, you know, there's so much development, obviously, in that first year that like, as she was growing, I was just like documenting it, basically. And it was just, I'm so, um, I'm just so grateful and happy that I like did that, because it was like now this document of that time. Um, but what was also wonderful is like, that connected me um, with a lot of people on Instagram, honestly, and I didn't really kind of use Instagram much before that and I, it just helped with the loneliness of being home you know there's long days of monotony of like being at home nursing baby which I'm so grateful to have had that time but um you know so then you know I put them for sale and then like suddenly I'm getting people in Denmark or Sweden or Australia like buying these prints of like these wacky breastfeeding images <laughs> of like that because it's such a universal topic and like, you know, it was just a wonderful way to connect with people and moms from across the world would say like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm feeling right now, <laughs> you know? Um, so that was really kind of yeah. a wonderful experience and where I guess a lot of this started. <laughs> what you're portraying in these paintings, like the physicality of it, the you know, the exhaustion that comes with it and the sort of trials that you face, you know? Yeah, I definitely. Think it's, yeah, it sort of still is not, um, I feel like fully, you know, appreciated. And you, and you, as you say, there's very much a sense of humor and play in, in those, um, in those works as well. So that's great. Yeah, it definitely sparked some dialogue because I, you know, it, just like what you said, it's, it's a lot of things. It's complex, you know, it's, um, it's, I'm absolutely so grateful to have been able to, to nurse her, but like, yeah, it's exhausting and <laughs> it's hard. And, um, uh, so, you know, sometimes I'd have a comment from some stranger on the internet that's like, well, does this person even like being a mom or, you know, like, well, mm -hmm. because I, a lot of the work was like, you know, commenting about how like crazy it was and how right. exhausting and like right. it doesn't mean that I don't love doing it, but it's just like let's talk about how, you know, I had images about like menstruating while nursing and like <laughs> those like wild times of like your hormones just like you know, it's just it's right. wonderful and it's also hard and it's totally possible to have both of those things happening at the same time. <laughs> Listening to WRFI. This is The Scene, and I'm your host, Chantal Thomas. If you're just tuning in, I've been speaking with the visual artist Jill Levetsky about her current and recent work that engages with themes of human connection, vulnerability, and tenderness, and especially with the challenges of motherhood, parenting, and caregiving. Do you think that there are for, for working moms who are artists in particular, that there are special kinds of challenges in on this general theme of just 
the, you know, the responsibilities that you shoulder when you're, when you're raising a kid and, and learning how to be a parent and also trying to advance whatever other goals and objectives you might have in your life that might have to do with your work or your vocation. Um, but do you think that there are aspects of being an, an artist in particular that, that are challenging or is it maybe it's, it's easier because you have more flexible time than it might be if you had a nine to five. I mean, I just would be interested in your thoughts on, on that. If you have any working parents of any kind have that challenge of like balancing your, your home life with your working life and your creative life. And for me, making art is, is life-saving and life-giving to me. So I, there was a lot to learn, of course, when I became a mom, um, you know, being an artist in society and even in my own brain sometimes, like, you know, it, it it's seen as like this privilege or this thing that like, oh, this like extra thing, right, that you like get to do. Um, I have to make art or, or I have to have a creative life of some kind to, to be who I am. But it's so easy to just put it aside when you have this, you know, child you're raising. <laughs> because, of course, they have a lot of needs, especially in the first few years. And um, mm-hmm. so finding that balance is hard. Um, I found, you know, that I... you was a I mean it was circumstantial like in terms of like I just used a medium that I could use that was like working with my life and my little house at the time and like the just you know my studio space and all those things but um but allowing myself to do it is like is a whole another thing right and Mm. um giving yourself the permission to say like, this is okay, that I'm like taking the time to do this. Um, You know, it's, it wasn't like a lot of, I was literally painting for like 30 minutes a day, but you know, in that first year, but um, even now it's like, you know, I, of course I have the struggle of like, you know, what is fair to like (laughs) give to myself, but um, also you know, years ago, I decided, like, it is very important. And I remember actually, another mom, like saying this to me, too. Um, And, you know, it's very important to keep that part of yourself, whatever it is, if you're um, a creative person of some kind, like, you know, to continue to make music or dance or write your novels or (laughs) like play basketball, paintings whatever it is like to keep that part of yourself alive in whatever way so that your kids or whoever you're taking care of like witness that part of yourself you know and witness that you are a whole person that (laughs) you know um had a life before them and also during like raising them you know so um it still is a struggle and I still like, you know, cause I also have to make my income and go to my jobs and do all the other things of life. Um, and so to not always think that like my studio life is just this extra thing on the back burner, but to like keep it central 
keep the balance. It's important. Um, and now like I'm kind of, my daughter is six and she's, she loves drawing and she loves, you know, not because I like tell her to love it, but because she just naturally does, but she also, I think subconsciously I'm giving her the permission to like love it because she witnesses me doing it. And, mm. um, you know, she just yeah. is like, well, this is just a natural thing. We have, you know, these, we do these things in our house. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Especially as an artist. And so your, your daughter, she's interested in, in doing art. Like, do you guys ever do art together or? We do. Um, it's really funny though. She has a personality where she, she wants to be the teacher. She, <laughs> um, and I'm sure a lot of kids are like this. They don't like directly want to be told how to do something from their parent. Like she's at school all day. She'll gladly like <laughs> take instruction, but she doesn't want me to directly say, this is how you do something. Right. Right. And I don't really, I don't even really care to like teach her quote unquote, how to draw. Like she just, she can do whatever she wants, but um, she really doesn't want me to instruct in any way or like have any <laughs> inkling <laughs> towards that. So she'll um, just the other day, actually, she was teaching me how to draw these characters um, and you know, made it clear that she was the instructor. And it was just awesome because, um, yeah, just like that, that's just how she is. That's who she is. Um, so I just, I kind of allow, I, you know, we keep a lot of supplies out, you know, she, I now have a studio in my house here in Ithaca, um, whereas before it was outside of my house, but, um, you know, it's right across the hall from her room. And so she's like, it, even though it's my, my space, she's of course welcome to be in it. And she like grabs my paints and does what she wants. And um, so it's just, you know, it's just available. Um, right. But it's fun to kind of witness just her personality coming out and seeing like how she wants to, um, cause she, I hear from her teachers at school that she like teaches other kids how to draw and she teaches grandma how to draw. <laughs> so um, it's just cool. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, well, that's great that you have your studio set up. Um, are you making work these days? Are you exploring similar themes in the work that you're making? I would love to know what you're, you're up to. Yeah. So I just, I mean, just about, two months ago we finally we moved here in December um and so in it wasn't even until maybe early March that I was like you know finally had my studio going I had a lot of that work in the show that's in downtown Ithaca now from a solo show I had in Florida just this past fall but I did have um, a few new works that I did just before the opening um, and their fabric collages. I'm not sure if what I'm calling them really quilted paintings, maybe um, hmm. there's kind of paintings, painted canvas that's been cut up and kind of sewn together with scraps of fabric. And um, so those are my newest um, things that I've been working on. And I, 
and I've, I've been really enjoying that. It's very much collage. Like I've been really kind of embracing the collage um, lately. And I just, I realized some time ago that I, I have a collage brain. Like even when I paint, I'm like putting pieces together. Um, it's just like, it just makes a lot of sense to me to have these kind of random parts and pieces and see how they want to come together. So the, the collage, the fabric collages that are newest are like that same kind of idea, but, but I'm loving like finding various like colors and textures in the fabrics and seeing how they come together with um, the figures. I'm really curious to um, my next adventure is to work with dyes um, and kind of dye the fabric more so than like paint on it. Mm. Uh, Cause I want the, the image to be kind of like more of a part of the fabric. Um, yeah. And just kind of experiment um, the sewing. I've, I've only, I'm like a self-taught <laughs> person in terms of sewing um just in the last few years so like there's a lot to learn of like trying to shove these giant I mean they were relatively large like five foot pieces like trying to shove that through my machine the machine was not loving it but it's <laughs> like learning you know technical stuff like that yeah um, yeah, yeah for sure which is fun. yeah well you know right right next to where your show is in the um history center uh, the Tompkins County History Center, there's there's a display of quilts, you know. Yeah, they're um, so gorgeous. They're amazing. Yeah. And of course, this was literally it was women's work, right, back in the day. And this was where you would uh, acquire a lot of technical skill potentially, and you could even distinguish yourself as a, you know, as a, a homemaker with your quilting artistry. But um, but yeah, you see the artistry there and the technical skill is quite amazing. It, appreciate it on its own without all the, you know, associations, the kind of cultural and political associations. Um, so that's very cool that you're taking that on. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, it's been great to speak with you about your work. And for folks who are interested in learning more, they can go to your website, jilllevetsky.com, is it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and anyone who's in the area, I encourage to go and check out the show Interval at uh, the Community Art Space in the Commons in Ithaca. I think it's up till April 29th. Okay, great. Okay, so you have a little while, not too long, but but do <laughs> have have a little while to go to get down there. So um that's awesome. Great to speak with you today, Jill. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me on. This was great. This is WRFI Community Radio, and you're listening to the scene. I'm your host, Chantal Thomas. If you're just tuning in, I've been speaking with Jill Levetsky, a visual artist whose work centers on themes of human connection. For more information about her show, Interval, at the Community Arts Partnership Art Space, you can go to artspartner.org. And to find out more about her larger body of work, you can go to jillevetsky.com. 
You can also find those links on the homepage for the scene at wrfi.org under local programs. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Scene, and I'm your host, Chantal Thomas. Thank you for listening.